Hey, it's Rachel here from the Leading From Within podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you so much. Hey, if you're planning for 2024 to finally be your big breakthrough year, you know the kind where you're going to arrive in December and think, yep, I totally did that, which let's be honest, if you're a listener of this podcast, I know you've got a big, bold vision on the horizon. I want to take a minute to share a little bit around what that's going to take. So in order for you to have your big explosive year this year, you're going to need to be crystal clear on what is a priority in your life and your business and what is just diluting your willpower and your focus and taking you away from creating the results you truly desire. But I know that it's really freaking hard to channel your energy into the absolutely essential results-driven activities in your business when you're constantly stretched thin, distracted, And if you're honest, lack the raw grit it takes to truly pull it off. And so instead of feeling like the badass CEO you imagined yourself to be, every day you waste so much energy wrestling with nagging self-doubt, second-guessing every decision, and lacking confidence any of it will actually work. And if you don't actually trust yourself to create the results you desire, it's going to be pretty much impossible to attain them, right? And this is why this totally sucks because you know you're not meant for a mediocre life with nothing but lackluster results. It's part of the reason you became an entrepreneur, right? You're here to play big and lead a life that is abundant, successful, and downright extraordinary. And look, I get it. I know what it's like to feel shaky and insecure about whether my business could replace the security of my regular teaching career income. And so for four long years, I was the fake it till you make it queen, crippled with inner turmoil and self-doubt. The problem was though, I never made it that way. And so drawing a line in the sand and reclaiming my personal power was the thing that finally changed the game for me. It's what allowed me to get really clear on what was needle moving in my business and what was just noise that was taking me away from what truly mattered. And since then, my business has had its highest cash months, high ticket clients land in my DMs asking to work with me, all the while working a very spacious three and a half days per week. And this is exactly why I created the four-week power-up accelerator. This is a potent embodiment and integration-focused group experience in Voxer happening over the month of March. And this is what we're going to do together. First of all, we're going to fine-tune your mindset to be rooted in fierce intentionality and unwavering conviction. It's about shifting from hoping to deciding a powerful frequency for business and life. Next, we're going to dive into a transformative month of high impact activations, channeling your focus into very specific daily priorities that will sharpen your resolve to make your goals happen. But because your capacity to grow your business is a direct reflection of your inner growth as a human, we're upgrading your entire identity to calibrate to an energy of easeful receiving. So to do this, each week we are honing in on a different sphere of life, including health, wealth, relationships, and business to build a formidable level of self-trust and inner confidence 
and a fat stack of evidence that you are the exact kind of person that gets whatever you want when you put your mind to it. And so you'll storm into 2024 with a new level of badassery and command your space with indomitable spirit and self-belief, exploding your results and redefining your reality and not even being surprised because that's just who you are now. So it's time to leave behind the old insecure you who hasn't fully trusted herself to create the results she wants and join Power Up the Accelerator to welcome the bold, unapologetic version of you who's going to own 2024 and make it your biggest year yet. It's currently in early bird for 555. Send me power up on Instagram to join or find out more. Welcome to the Leading From Within podcast. My name is Rachel Bale. I'm a business and self-empowerment mentor, and this podcast is dedicated to showing you, the creative and driven online business owner, how to wave bye-bye to the relentless hustle mentality, find your fire, and unlock the confidence and self-trust necessary to build the aligned and magnetic online business you've always been meant for. It's time to stop following the cookie cutter strategies, let go of the shoulds and to leverage your individuality to build a business and a life that makes your spirit soar. Hit subscribe now and let's jump in. Welcome to the very first episode of the Leading From Within podcast. Oh my God, I am so excited. This is something I've been dreaming of creating for like over a year now, and we are finally here. So many of you have witnessed the evolution of the brand and the business this year. And honestly, I feel like the timing could not be more perfect to birth this podcast into the world. I've been reflecting on ways I can connect with you deeper to really have the space and time to explore things that really matter to me and I know really matter to you, a space where I can be more open and vulnerable and really have the level and kinds of conversations I've really been craving, which social media just like isn't really the space for. So welcome to the podcast. I am so unbelievably happy. Thank you so much for being here. And to kick things off over the next few episodes, which by the way, they've all dropped so you can go ahead and binge to your little heart's content, I'm going to give you little increments of my story. So one thing I'm really passionate about is innovation and doing things a little bit differently. So my son in astrology is in Aquarius. And so I've got this drive to like break the mold to innovate. But my rising sign is actually Pisces. And so I also really love to think and connect through stories. So expect a lot of those in here. There's actually going to be a few little cliffhangers. So I think it's going to be super fun. Now, some of you in my space have been around for quite some time. I've actually had an online business and I say that loosely as you'll discover, (laughs) since around 2014, so over nine years now. And 
some of you have like followed along with me this whole time, which I think is incredible. So hello, if that is you and you're listening, I'm so grateful. And it's been a really exciting and unexpected journey to like where I am today. And over the next couple of episodes, I'm going to share it with you. So when I actually think about the fact that I'm an entrepreneur, it is both entirely unexpected, like what the actual fuck, how did I end up here? (laughs) And at the same time, the thing that I was always meant to do, which is kind of funny. And I want to take you through what I mean by that. So you guys, there is like so much in my astrology and human design that points exactly to me becoming an entrepreneur. It's kind of crazy. So I'm going to take you through a couple of those things now. So in human design, first off, I have like seven channels activated, which is a lot, but there's a couple in particular that I think really point to entrepreneurship. So firstly, I have the channel of surrender activated, which is all about being a powerful transmitter of awareness to others, like specifically helping them see how something will serve their well-being and bring improvement to their lives. So like, hello, entrepreneurship, right? It literally says in my custom human design report, quote unquote, you are a natural entrepreneur and CEO who is highly attuned to business and have the gift of persuasion, sales and marketing. Like, whoa. (laughs) I also have the channel of exploration, which is the design of independence and self-mastery and really about becoming an example of what it means to live an authentic and an innovative and progressive life. So the channel of exploration is all about individualism, curiosity, and forging your own path in the world, like really living as an individuated and independent being. And I deeply feel this. I so deeply feel this, that I'm here to help create a world that honors uniqueness over conformity, that honors originality over sameness, and ultimately a world that honors the individual. And is there anything more individualistic than entrepreneurship, right? (laughs) Of breaking free of that cage of conformity, of starting your own thing, you know, of going your own way, becoming your own boss and like having that complete autonomy over your days. But for me, you know, it's not just about that space, that time, that freedom. It also goes quite a lot deeper for me than that. It's about, you know, progress and innovation and, you know, collective change. And I think that that's very entrepreneurial. And apart from human design, then I have my astrology. So, you know, my son is in Aquarius. It's a really visionary sign. I'm really driven by innovation. There's this real commitment to progressive change, to ingenuity, you know, forward thinkingness. And paired with that, Aquarian sons really have really strong communication skills and are really socially conscious, like really entrepreneurial qualities, right? I also have my Jupiter in Aquarius too, and Jupiter is the planet of abundance and expansion. And so I've got this real visionary capacity to see what's possible and, you know, a real desire to go for it. So really quite evolutionary in my thinking, really great at the big picture macro level stuff. If I'm honest, not so great at the detail work, (laughs) but, you know, casting that larger vision 
And I've got my Mars and Saturn in Sagittarius in the 10th house, which is the house of career, of vocation, of public authority, which tells us a lot about how people perceive us. And so having Sagittarius here really is in recognition of me being the teacher, the guide. And lastly, I have this energy of charisma and magnetism. And it feels a little bit of funny to say that, but it's written in my chart as well with my Venus being in Pisces in the first house. So being someone that people are drawn to, which is It's like this nice little bonus when you're an entrepreneur, right? When you're like out visibly talking about your thing all the time. So that's, you know, some of my human design and astrology placements. And with all of that, I really feel like I was always going to end up here. But it wasn't really until my early to mid 20s did the idea or even possibility of entrepreneurship and having my own business really even come onto my radar. Like before that, I was really blind to it. It was something that was very much outside of my field of awareness, I guess. And really when I look back, the root cause of me not really ever consciously considering this as an option for my life came from early programming, like the messages that I received about business and business owners from my parents when I was younger. You know, my parents were very much of the belief that business owners were the baddies, that businesses were like out to get the workers and they very much identified as employees. And so there was always this like energy of suspicion, this like condemnation even of business. And growing up, I therefore adopted the belief that business owners equal bad And, you know, of course I had that belief. That was what I was exposed to. You know, environment is one of the biggest shapers of identity. And so there was no way I ever felt aligned to that entrepreneurial world in any sense. In fact, I ultimately pursued a path of teaching, (laughs) a very, you know, noble and selfless and respected profession. And so... It was very predictable that I was going to end up in an industry like education, I guess. But just rewinding for a sec and um, coming back to my school and early years of university, I actually never really felt a clear kind of pull in one direction. Like I wasn't the kid in school who knew that they were going to become a photographer or a nurse or a lawyer. I actually went through all of my school and probably the first four years of university as well, trying to figure it out. But I also never put the pressure on myself to have it figured out, which I do think is quite rare. So I'm proud of that. You know, so many young people carry the weight of the world on their shoulders with all of this pressure to have it, you know, all figured out by the time they're like, 15 and have to choose their senior year subjects in school because they're prerequisites for university degrees. But I never felt that pressure to like put myself in a box, either from my parents, which was wonderful, or from myself, which actually on reflection now, knowing what my human design is, how incredible really it was 
to be able to give myself space to try things on, to follow my curiosity, to pivot and to change my mind. I'm a manifesting generator in human design. And this is so important to really let myself be led to where I needed to go and experience what I needed to experience, which all ultimately led me here, right? (laughs) So that was really wonderful to be able to do that in my first, I guess, 30 years. So just going back to school for a minute, in my senior year of school, I was really absorbed with history and English literature. I actually took university level English lit in the evenings at another nearby school where we were literally reading and deconstructing like an entire novel every week on top of all my other regular studies. So it was kind of intense, but I loved it. But what I really fell in love with in those senior years was history, actually. I just became fascinated by the human experience over time, generational patterns, you know, the the impact of external events on the psyche and the movements that were born from that. And, you know, this fascination has really stayed with me my entire life. So I actually did really well in school. I received the top marks, the top awards for English and history. I almost got a perfect score in English, but there was nothing that I was really pulled towards doing after school ended except to kind of explore those areas further. And so I took a Bachelor of Arts. That just felt like the right thing to do to give me the freedom and space to explore it. And I did a double major in professional writing and history. And I loved it. I loved it so much. I just had this thirst in uni to like drink it all up. And it was actually in my honours year so I took an honours solely in history, actually, that I really started to feel, you know, that first pull to teach. So I actually have this really deep drive to be of service in my lifetime. And this quality really started to deepen in me around the time I was like 21. So I began to really feel pulled to have an impact, to you know, instill change in generations to come, to impart wisdom, to hold and support others in their journeys and create hope and possibility. And, you know, with my skill set in the fields of history and communication, I suddenly felt this calling to enter teaching and to work with young people and like begin having that impact Like, I love learning. I've got this thirst for it. As I said earlier, my son is in Aquarius. So I'm really fueled by communication, relationships, curiosity. And so teaching really felt like a really obvious next step for me. And so I did a postgrad in education and off I went and entered the workforce. Now, spoiler, as you know, I didn't stay there because here we are today. But while I was a teacher, not only did I have the most incredible adventure of my life when we packed up our lives and actually moved to Berlin for three years, but whilst I was there, I actually had my first profound epiphany 
that changed the course of my life forever. And I'm going to leave the episode at that. (laughs) In the next episode, I'm going to take you with me to Europe and I'm going to share what that epiphany was, what actually led me to quit my teaching job and where it led me next.